Then I'm going to put a fucking snake in the toilet to come bite your ass. No. Okay. No. No. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you say that? I hoped you have forgotten that. I will never forget that. No. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about the level of fear. I would oh my pee God. myself. Oh, my God. Caroline, if you oh ever my God. do that, even as a prank, I will leave you. <laughs> Welcome or welcome back to Poor Unfortunate Podcast. I'm Caroline A. Meddy. And I'm Connor Perkins. Woo, 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 We made it through a whole season. Yeah, this is our last <laughs> episode of our first season. Oh, I mean, holy shit. <laughs> what a first season. What was, your fa- what was your favorite episode from this last season? I mean. What comes to mind? It's possible always comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that episode. Yeah. I loved Heck Yes Disney Plus. Oh, that was, that was fun. fun. I loved doing our marathons. That was fun. Yeah. I liked With a Smile and a Song. With I a loved... Smile and a Song for me, too. And I loved the villains. The villains face-off was really fun. Yeah. I loved Rats of All Our Dreams when we had Emily on oh my goodness. to talk about Ratatouille. <gasps> I loved our Christmas bonus. The Puas were awesome. <sighs> what a year. What a year. Thank you all for being a part of it. and. For sticking with us. We're really, really grateful. And if you're new here, thank you so much. If this is your first episode that you're listening to, I think you're in for a good one. And then you have an entire first season to binge. If you like what you hear, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to the podcast, especially subscribing and following because that downloads any new episodes right to your device so you don't even have to think about it. And we will be moving right into season two, so there's not going <laughs> to yeah. even really be anything all that different. So you're not going to have to wait another year to listen to mm. it. Like, none of that. We'll go right into season two. Mm-hmm. But I don't want anyone to miss anything. And if you're a listener who has been returning over and over again, why not just hit the subscribe button if you haven't already? Like, yeah. just do it. Clearly you like us. It's a link. <laughs> You know, make it official. Let's make a Facebook official, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Disney news. Disney news. I mean, I think the first thing that we have to talk about is Ryan the Last Dragon, because that finally premiered on Disney Plus through Premiere Access. I watched it. Have you watched it? I still have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God. I know. My Lord. Okay. Then I'm not going to say literally anything about how I feel about it, just that everyone should watch it. Mm -hmm. And. Even the folks who were like, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. You know, $30, I know it it seems like a lot of money, but the way that I rationalize it is that $30 goes to support all of the artists who finished this movie during the pandemic in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And they are very, very deserving of 
my money. So I was very happy to do it. And even in the credits, there's like a moment where they talk about finishing Mm -hmm. the movie in quarantine. And I think that's special. And I think all the people who worked on this really deserve that. So it's worth $30 plus support Kelly Marie Tran. Exactly. Let's show them that we want more diverse leads. Exactly. I love seeing all the princesses who are right now welcoming Kelly Marie Tran into the princess family. I'm like, this is right. This is what this woman deserves. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the, we, luckily today we got huge news, which is that Disneyland is reopening. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be happening this soon at all. I thought it was going to be September or something. Yeah. But Disneyland and California Adventure will be reopening on April 30th. Yeah. To a limited capacity, 15%, California residents only. And the only hotel reopening will be the Grand Californian for now. The other ones will come at a later date. But... Overall, so much sooner than I expected that was going to happen. Me too. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Other big Disney park news. They're they're putting the barges in place. They almost have all, I think they have all the barges in place now. They moved mm-hmm. the Canada arm uh, in place for Harmonious in Epcot, the World Showcase. What do you think of those barges? They, shut up. Uh, they, t- they tested some of the water features uh, for the daytime water effect. Um. As of right now, it is not shimmering, watery at fountains all, glory. At all. But it's, it's not finished and it's not they they I saw someone they were like, they just have to rotate the the nozzle like on a on a hose. Like they just have to go from fan to stream. Like some of it, that looked like that's so, the wind too. And I'm like, that's never gonna be fixed. It's it was not good. The, uh, it's not finished. It wasn't a good look. I no, will give you it that. Really it wasn't, wasn't a good look. Good. <laughs> but I'm gonna rem- I'm gonna keep this little nugget of beautiful hope inside me. All right. And I have to pray that they will prove me right, and I do not have to eat a whole shit ton of crow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Won't be opening till October. I understand. Yeah, it's got an opening date. I'm like, what the hell happened? It's ready now, but they're just waiting till the the Disney World anniversary. And I'm like, couldn't you just open it? Do it now. Do it now. Give us something, Jesus Lord. I know, like really, do it now. I but mean, whatever, whatever. I mean, like no one's working on Tron right now, so like, <laughs> give, give us this. I want to eat a crepe. I need the crepery to open. Like, come on. I know that money and the big announcement from Disney that they're saying that they're taking money away from parks and putting it to direct to consumer stuff. Mm. And I get that it makes sense, but I'm like, we need to put money in parks. We need expansions to stuff. We need some new and fresh things. Do not take away Cherry Tree Lane from me. I know. But more than that, Rafiki's Planet Watch, I don't understand why that's not Zootopia yet. And then after seeing Raya and the Last Dragon, the world building that they've created in Raya and the Last Dragon is on a scale that they need to put that shit. We need to be able to go to Kamandra through the Asia section of Animal Kingdom stat. Convert Cali River Rapids, retheme it to mm. Raya and the Last Dragon, and let that serve as our bridge to Kumandra because that the it's lands so- of Kumandra are so 
freaking interesting and i could that could be a park in and of itself and i would spend a day there like it's such a natural choice because they've been trying to get dragons into animal kingdom for so long that it's like now you Uh, can do it since it opened because we were supposed to have beastly kingdom yeah that's why the dragon and the unicorn on the logo and then they gave beastly kingdom to pandora like first it was camp Manny mickey while they were filling it and then they were like okay and now it's gonna be pandora and i'm like you cannot rob me of my mythical creatures. I think you I was, are calling I, it. I think we're going to get Kumandra. I think we we're going to get it. Yeah. I we think better. Right. Yeah. It's such I mean, a clear way to do it. It's so clear. All right. So that's that's the Disney news that we've got. Yeah. So now our last episode of season one. This is our wild card episode. So usually we've done a whole lot of games with this. And so who are we to not give you a game when clearly you all seem to like them so much. So in a wholly original, never before done ever on any podcast or any other thing ever before we are doing March madness brackets because you know, we're such big sports people too. So we just can't yes, resist. We love sports ball. We love sports games. So we have two brackets for you the first one is our locale showdown imagined places versus real so this is a matchup of all different places in the realms of disney Mm -hmm. and then our second bracket is heroes versus villains so it'll Mm. end up with a matchup of our biggest and best heroes against our biggest and baddest villain Mm, great but here's the really really fun part for you all if you scroll down in the episode description right now you will see a link that will take you to our google sheet where you can access both of these brackets and they are completely blank and you can fill in what you think will end up being the winners by the end of this episode. So pause, take a moment now to click that link. And then when you get there, click file, make a copy, and then you can fill it all in on your own. Hmm. So we're going to give you a moment right now to fill out both of your brackets before we start. And you can see how close you get to who actually wins. Because we're going to decide who wins. (laughs) It's going to be painful. So, all right, your moment to fill out brackets begins now. And welcome back. All right, so now that you have your brackets filled in, let's begin. So we're going to start with our locale showdown. So we've divided the locations into four distinct areas. So it'll be four groups of 16, because we did the full-on March Madness style, like, Mm-hmm. 64 teams because mm-hmm. that's how we roll. <laughs> so, in the imagined worlds, our first section is Guys I Want a Castle. Our second section is Everything the Light Touches. The real areas starts with The Art of Attraction. And then our final section in the real worlds is Themed Areas. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. All right. <laughs> so, we're going to start with Guys I Want a Castle. We'll go top left down, and then we'll go to the top of the right side and down. And we're just going to go through all of them. Okay. One at a time. Mm. 
All right. So our first matchup, we have the Beast Castle versus the Palace of the Four Realms, which the Palace of the Four Realms is from Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Definitely Google it. It's a a very beautiful castle. So look it up quickly. Don't don't count it out right away. It's beautiful. Yeah, don't count it out. But I'm going to count it out. I think Beast Castle is the winner. I mean, Beast Castle is going to be hard to beat. We knew that one was coming. So yeah, Beast Castle. Yeah. (laughs) Beast Castle is the winner. It's going to get past the first round. I mean, there's no way it can't. Our second matchup under Guys I Want a Castle is Corona versus Dunbroch. Mm, nice. So Corona is from Tangled and Dunbroch is from Brave. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Caroline's feelings about Brave and everything. Yeah, like I'm that. trying to Her put feelings those feelings for Merida sort of transcend. But, but I, I love, like, feel- I love, like, you know, I love the feel of it. It's a beautiful Scottish castle. I know that the, the Will of the Wisps and everything aren't exactly a part of the castle, but I count that as, you know, the environment. But. Ah, come on, Corona. But Corona, I mean. We're tangled yeah. apologists here for sure. but For sure. But there's Corona just so much that. life and activity happening in there where like Dunbrock is sort of like it's the castle and it's that's kind of and it's the rolling landscapes where with Corona you get the landscapes, you get some water, you've get you got a town, you've got a stunning castle on mm-hmm. a hill, you've got yeah, wonderful is, traditions yeah. of floating lanterns. It's Corona. It's Corona. All right, our next matchup is the Imperial City from Mulan versus Atlantis. This is tough. The Imperial City is so beautiful, but I what I will say is that since it's so historically based, if I'm just going in terms of the animators who created it and the imagination it took, I'm going to have to give it to Atlantis. Yeah. I mean, this is Imagined Worlds, and Imperial City in this one is... An imagined version of the mm-hmm. Imperial City. Yeah. But I think the Atlantis just has, it's so much more clever. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they they had to really, you know, invest some, some work into mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Great. Atlantis is the winner. Okay. Our next matchup, Arendelle versus Lady Tremaine's Chateau. Now, I know Lady Tremaine's Chateau isn't quite a castle, but it's still gorgeous, so it's here. I I don't know. This might be the odd choice, but I'm leaning towards Lady Tremaine's Chateau. Oh. Once again, just in terms of the originality of the design. Arendelle Castle is nice. It's pretty expected, I would say. Oh, see, I like Arendelle Castle, I think, more than Lady Tremaine's Chateau. I like the, the fact that it's, like, on the water, and it's got a waterfall behind it, which is kind of fun. I don't know. Uh, sway me on Lady Tremaine's Chateau. Part of it for me is that they, I it, it comes into my mind's eye immediately when you talk about it. I can see exactly what it looks like. And I also think the animators didn't have to go that hard in, in showing us, especially like the exteriors of what it looks like. And they did. And mm-hmm. I don't know, thinking about that main marble staircase and the floor that Cinderella is cleaning underneath it, it's very iconic. It's very well interior designed, you know? Yeah, I think if we're going to say we're going to talk about interiors, I do really like the interiors of Lady Tremaine Chateau. I do feel like Arendelle has some pretty awesome interiors, but they there aren't a whole lot of scenes that are particularly memorable. Yeah. Interior wise, apart from the portrait gallery. Yeah. And the bedrooms. Yeah. But then, then when you think about two at the Chateau, 
Lady Tremaine's bedroom is so specific with that like canopied bed, and then the music yeah. room is so specific. All right, you've, you've sold me. You've okay. sold me. Lady Tremaine's Chateau is the winner. Coming from behind, Lady Tremaine's Chateau. All right. Prince Eric's Castle versus the Royal Palace of Wakanda. Mm. I mean, we could not get any more different here. Yeah, I know. Oh, gosh. Ah. Uh, this I is mean, hard for me because in one of our previous episodes, I don't remember which one it was, but I picked, if I could live in any castle, I yeah, picked you Prince, picked Eric's, Prince castle. Eric's Castle. I mean, I I do really love the Royal Palace of Wakanda. I feel like it's cool. But I think one of the things that I like so much about it is honestly like Shuri's lab. And I know, yeah. I don't know if that's enough to hold it for me against Prince Eric's Castle, which is so architecturally stunning. Mm-hmm. And I love the other parts of Wakanda more, like the waterfalls. And, yeah. Yeah. I think my vote here is Prince Eric's Castle. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's tough, though. Yeah. All right. Our next matchup we have is Sultan's Palace versus Cusco's Palace. Um, Sultan's Palace from Aladdin and Cusco's from mm. The Emperor's New Groove. Mm. I mean, I I think Cusco's Palace is really cool stylistically. Like, it's fun that it's his face and it kind of shows about how self-centered he is. Mm-hmm. But there's just some sort of majesty about the Sultan's Palace. Like, when Aladdin peels back that like curtain and shows the view yeah. oh. of the sultan's palace yeah, like i know it takes your breath away yeah I mean, you're probably right gorgeous yeah. balcony with the with magic carpet and yeah and, uh, I, the peacock fountains like oh the fountains and the gardens oh that just put yeah. it over for me because the one yeah. thing that was swaying me towards cusco's palace was just the, the fact that line. there's like there's slides inside there's like you can drop down into the lab and just like it, it's very fun i would want to explore inside there but oh uh, yeah you just changed me with the gardens and the and the fountains of the sultan's palace yeah all right sultan's palace okay our next matchup is king stefan's castle versus cinderella's castle so i mean it's really prince charming's castle as mm-hmm. you know mediocre and vanilla as that Mm. person is i mean i do love the the images that we get of it like the sort of like mary blair sketches of it like Mm. you see it and it's just sort of like huge and like white and glowing and it's very ethereal but at the same time i feel like king stefan's castle we see so much of it it's so interesting the architecture it's very very specifically medieval yeah yeah i enjoy that about it but then again, I'm thinking of the gardens of Prince Charming's castle are very beautiful. And the bridge. Mm. Yeah. I'm also like, I, I'm a big fan of secret passages. So like the fact that that entire fireplace sort of like disappears for this maze of passages that leads Aurora up to her death. I'm like, I kind of, that's kind of cool to me. Hmm. Like the King Stephen's castle doesn't make me feel as good, but it's very yeah. well designed. I do like the color scheme of Cinderella's castle more. That's the thing. That's really what it is for me. It's a little, and again, it's because it's so medieval. King Stefan's color palette, it's a little like drab and depressing and busy. for me. All right. Even like the ballroom at the end, I'm a little bit like, huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I do like Cinderella's castle ballroom better. It makes it makes me think of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep where you go into the ballroom and it's huge and there's like seven people. <laughs> um cool. Okay, I'm on board with Cinderella's Castle. I feel confident in that. Okay. 
And our final matchup in Guys I Want a Castle is Elsa's Ice Palace versus Atlantica. I mean... The Ice Palace is so stunning. It's stunning. At the same time, how practical is it? It's not. But even like the the fixture that falls is so beautiful. And the staircase. Atlantica is really interesting. I do love like... You know, I also like it's another instance where I think of like Kingdom Hearts a lot and you get to explore a lot of Atlantica that mm-hmm. way. And I enjoy the and concert hall. I think the concert hall is super cool. The concert hall is cool. The throne room is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, and the, and the sister's room is cool, too, where they're all looking in the mirror. Oh, that's cute, too. This is tough for me because Elsa's Ice Palace, I think, is more like from a distance. That's my go to. Mm-hmm. But like it's not furnished. <laughs> like where's <laughs> where do you go for anything? Like, huh. what do you do? There's no okay. bed. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Bed, I, I didn't guess. really think about that. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I might have to give it to Atlantica. Yeah, I can get on board with that. At yeah. least there'd be a place that I could sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So congratulations, Atlantica. Mm-hmm. So now moving down. The bracket in our imagined side of things. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to everything the light touches. All right. So our first matchup in the everything the light touches category. The first matchup is the Pride Lands from The Lion King against Jamestown, Virginia from Pocahontas. I really, for me, it's it's Jamestown. Oh. I'm thinking about wow. the the river the waterfall, yeah, the forest clearings with Grandmother Willow, it's so beautiful. Yeah, and then when you take into f- into the fact that like the Pride Lands for most of the movie is pretty barren because the hyenas have basically ravaged the land. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pride Lands is so epic, and Pride Rock is, is really yeah awesome. Yeah, Pride Rock is very iconic. I guess this version of Jamestown, Virginia, I'm more interested in than the actual version of Jamestown, that's, Virginia. That's why I like it because I'm like, yes, of course, it's based on a real place, but I think they really but this is like a went somewhere cool level. with it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll go for it. All right. The next category is a matchup between Motunui from Moana and Paradise Falls from Up. Motunui. Yeah, I agree. Hands down. Yeah. I agree. Paradise Falls, like, it's basically unlivable. It is. It's a li- like, Yeah, it is. And there's no one else there with you. Like, Carl flies his house there, and I'm like, what are you going to do there? I know. What are you going to do for food? <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Montanui. All right. Next up, we have Olympus from Hercules versus Asgard from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. For me, it's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Olympus is I mean, so amazing. The cloud. Oh, gosh. It's so yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's fun how much they do with clouds. I mean, it's also very interesting how Olympus and Asgard are basically the same, <laughs> the same place, yeah, just yeah, imagined yeah. in different cultures. Yeah, of course, I like it a little bit more cloudy, pinky, purpley, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here with Olympus. That's kind of where okay. everyone sort of fell in love with Colum. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Next up, we have Endor from Star Wars and Narnia from The Chronicles of Narnia. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Huh. I mean... Narnia encompasses so many different things, so it's tricky. Yeah, you get a whole lot in Narnia. You get talking animals. Though in, on the forest moon of Endor, you get Ewoks. I, th- I That's the thing that's swaying me, is I just love Ewoks. And it's very, I don't know, Endor feels very specific to me, and that's what I like about it. 
It's such a clear it does world. Feel specific. Um, and I've always, every time I watch the movies, I really want to go there. Of course, I always wanted to go to Narnia as well. But a lot of that for me just had to do with the fact that I really wanted to go into my closet and end up somewhere else. Uh, I feel like I'm Narnia on this one. I can be swayed, so I could go with Narnia. Especially, and it makes sense because Narnia really does encompass so many unique worlds. It's a, it's a feat. Um, but I don't know. Because also, like, we don't really see... We don't really see a whole lot of... I think Narnia makes sense. Yeah, I think I have to go with Narnia because you just get so many different... You get so many different terrains. Where I feel like in Star Wars, you have to go to different planets to get fluctuation in terrain. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I like that you can have a whole lot of different things going on mm-hmm. in Narnia. Okay. All right, Narnia. You, you're Narnia. Next, we have Kumandra. From Raya and the Last Dragon versus Pixie Hollow from, you know, the Tinkerbell movies. It's Kumandra. It, it's Kumandra. I'll give it to you because like, I haven't seen the movie yet and I believe it. You, yeah. You <laughs> and I also seen- totally buy into the fact that it's going to be a land and animal kingdom. So I can give it to Kumandra. I mean, one of the coolest things about Kumandra is it's like five tribes, basically, who have uh, different parts of the area. Cool. And they're all named after a different part of the dragon. And the whole uh, kingdom is sort of built around this river that's in the shape of a dragon. So, like, you've got cool. heart, claw, spine, tail, and fang. Ooh, cool. Like, it's it's Great. awesome. Oh, yeah. Kumandra. Love. Okay, now it's Wonderland, obviously, from Alice in Wonderland versus the Hundred Acre Wood from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, you know what? I feel like Hundred Acre Wood on this. Wonderland gives me too much anxiety. I well, this is the thing. Is I know I'm biased because I don't like Alice in Wonderland things really at all. Um, but I know that the Hundred Acre Wood is a little bit basic, but it just has so much meaning to me. The Hundred Acre. Yeah, wood. I, I mean, I I feel like there is something to be said for go having a place where you can go to be at peace. <laughs> oh, and Hundred yeah. Acre Wood is that. Oh and my so gosh, I'm gonna put some value on that. Them talking about that in the Christopher Robin movie ended me. Oh my goodness. I would get so angry and frustrated with Wonderland as cool as it can be and as clever as it can be. I mean, if I was Alice and I was dealing with that dog sweeping away my path, I <laughs> oh, yeah. would There's a lot of annoying freak. pieces of shit in Wonderland. So many pieces of shit. I no, <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I can do it. Yep. Our next matchup is between Naboo from the Star Wars universe and Neverland from Peter Pan. It's tough. I really want to pick a Star Wars universe thing because I just really, I think they're so evocative. But I mean, Neverland. I mean, it's Neverland. Neverland. I I don't see. I don't know on this one Hmm. for me because Neverland also is a place that I think is really cool, but would also give me a whole lot of anxiety. Oh, I wouldn't want to be. I don't think I would want to go there. See, for me, like Neverland is great. You've got you've got a whole lot of stuff. Mermaids. But. But Naboo is kind of the exception to the terrain rule because you have the capital city of Thede, which is amazing because it's basically pulling from a whole lot of like Venetian influences and like Mediterranean stuff. And like Mm -hmm. it's stunning and there's waterfalls out the wazoo and I love a waterfall. But then you've also got the Gungan city underneath the water. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's a whole cool thing of like you've got. You got these two things going. And so, the Padme Anakin wedding puts it over the edge for me because the look of that entire event is just absolutely everything to me. I pick Naboo. I think I have to pick Naboo. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, 
Nemo's Reef versus Lilo's Hawaii from Lilo and Stitch. Mm. I think the reef. Yeah, I agree. I think the reef is just stunning. Because that could have been anything. It's the it's the ocean. And I think what they made was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Lilo's Hawaii is is beautiful in the watercolor, but the reef is mm-hmm. I agree. Intoxicating. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our first round of Imagined Worlds. Now we're going to go up to the top of the right, and we're going to work on our real worlds, the first round, Art of Attraction. Oh, boy. So first up, we have heavy hitters here, the Haunted Mansion versus Splash Mountain. I am a Splash Mountain stan. I love it. The Haunted Mansion takes it. Oh, you can't. That's going to be hard to beat overall. Like, like, it's its own world. Yeah. Especially, and I will I will come at anybody who's who will say otherwise, especially the Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom version. Mm-hmm. I will forever stand by the Hudson Valley architecture yeah. of that beautiful, yep. beautiful it's stunning. mansion. All right. Next up, we have the Enchanted Tiki Room versus Big Thunder Mountain. You know, for me, the Tiki Room is so special because it does have that tropical vibe, but there's also a vintage feel to it. That's the reason that I love the Polynesian Resort as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that combination is very special and very unique, and I, I just love it. Yeah, I'm not a huge arid desert kind of person, <laughs> so Enchanted Tiki Room, put me in a room with a bunch of birds mm-hmm. and like Some, let it have yeah. a thunderstorm More outside water. and I'm, yeah. I'm set. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up we have Mount Everest versus the Harambe Wildlife Reserve. Hmm. Hmm. I love the incorporation. Not that I've ever been on the ride, but I've seen the queue, okay? <laughs> I love the incorporation of the Yeti and like signs that the Yeti has been around um, in the queue of Mount Everest. I, it feels very like a real village to me as well. I, you know, I. I love Expedition Everest. I love what they've done. I I have to. I think I have to give it to the Harambe Wildlife Reserve because again, it's a situation where you see so many different oh, right. yeah. areas. Like you get the Serengeti, and then you get like True. the Hippo area. Like okay. you get, and it's it's also it's so vast. It is. So yeah. I think I have to give it to the Harambe yeah. Wildlife Reserve. Yeah, and and everything is placed strategically there too in terms of some. Trees are planted in order to keep the animals from coming too close to the path that you're driving on. Like, it's just so, so well thought out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Ila Tesoro from Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's the entire aisle that encompasses the Fort Puerto Dorado and, like, all that good stuff Mm -hmm. versus the Navi River. Hmm. Now, I have not been on Navi River Journey. I have heard that it is way too short. It is, but it's so, like, the visuals, like, you can't even believe. You can't even believe. I know. But I pirates. personally, mm. I'm, I'm here for Ila Tesoro. All right, yeah. I think it's just, like, okay. mm. Pirates is Pirates it, is iconic as Pirates forever. is Pirates, yeah. and it's it's action, and it's adventure, yeah. and it's, like, mm. Also, I love the way it it's smells, good. so extra points for that. Extra points for smell, always. <laughs> All right, next up, we have the Hollywood Tower Hotel versus Independence Hall, where... The American Adventure is. It's the Hollywood Tower. It's the Hollywood Tower, yeah. Even though Independence Hall is so beautiful, but it's based off of, you know, real architecture and the Hollywood Tower is just its own world. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, Hollywood Tower Hotel is also based on like some real architecture, but it's just like, 
sexy. I mean, when you showed me the, the wedding. wedding, I know, that I, I could know, have <laughs> at the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Get, no, yeah. no question, okay. no question. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, we have the Dino Institute versus Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth for me. Right. Oh. She's pushing back. No, it's true. It's true. It's just like there's so the theming of the queue, especially for dinosaur, is so well done and so specific. I mean, Spaceship Earth, it's like you just get on the ride. You don't really get much of a feel beforehand of what you're about to experience, which for me is a is a big part of it. But I guess we're including everything that's happening in the ride. So then there really isn't yeah, a I'm- contest, I guess. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I like dinosaurs. But it's also just the fact that they themed it as the Institute. Like, the way that it looks in the courtyard outside of the ride, I think, was such a smart idea. Like, it looks like an Institute. I mean, I do love the courtyard. I love the reflecting pool. Yeah, it's so smart. And, like, even then in the loading dock area, that's all full of pipes and, like, you know, the mixture for ketchup and mustard. You know, just, like, unique little touches. But Spaceship Earth. Like, it's the centerpiece of the park. And it's I grand and miraculous. Spaceship Earth. I love Spaceship Earth. I don't know, Caroline. I feel like I we're partially picking I... Spaceship Earth on principle because we just because it's Spaceship Earth. What do you learn about Spaceship Earth before you get onto the vehicle? Not really anything. You don't know what you're about to yeah, experience but the, if you've never the been the on trip it. on the vehicle. I enjoy that more than I like dinosaur. <gasps> oh, I just really love dinosaur too. I love it. I love it. I like it, but I'm I'm I just like I don't I don't give a shit enough about the dinosaurs. <gasps> I do. I guess that's what it is. Also, I just don't think there's I mean, obviously in Disneyland there's the Indiana Jones ride, but I don't think there are a lot of other things like it. I know. Well, I would prefer to go on the Disney the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland. Oh, I don't know. I love I'm more both, interested in that. Even like though the there dinosaurs. are snakes on that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in that. I feel like that's more fun. But you know what? I will give you Dino Institute. Are you sure? Because I like that reflecting pool and I do like that like antechamber where they have like all the shit on the ceiling and yeah. stuff like that. I enjoy all of that. But the movie beforehand, come on. Let the record show that I was not the one who all right. I can take the condemned fall. my beautiful I know. Grand I love Space Globe. All right. Next up, we have the Philharmagic Concert Hall versus Grauman's Chinese Theater. I changed this one on you. I don't know if you knew this one was coming. I don't. I know I didn't. And that's fine because I think I know my answer. What's your answer? It's it's the Philharmagic Concert Hall. Yes, it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. I it's mean, perfect. The Chinese Theater is such a beautiful silhouette, but I mean, the Concert Hall is just. It's perfect. Magic it's everything we love. There. It's the it's the yellow, gold, blue. It's just oh, it's luxurious. yellow, gold, and blue. Yeah. Oh my god, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. Like the chandeliers. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad that that happened. And next we have to finish out the art of attraction, the It's a Small World clock tower versus the Tree of Life. I want to say the Tree of Life. I do too. I think it's it's a stunning. It's a piece of art. Yeah, it and is. not to say that It's a Small World clock tower is not. But I love the one in Disneyland so much more anyway. I do too. And even though I haven't been there, but I like that it's outside. Yeah, it's amazing. Tucked away into all of that. But um, the Tree of Life, I have yet to visit Animal Kingdom and not find something new mm-hmm. on the Tree of Life. And they started projecting things onto it. They're just doing so many amazing things so that it's so versatile. 
All right. So that wraps up the art of attraction. All right. On to our final category of this bracket, which is themed areas. So these are themed areas in the parks, not necessarily just the attraction, but the whole area. So the first matchup is between Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios and Dino Land USA in Animal Kingdom. Toy, Toy Story Land. Land. I hate Dino Land. Dino Land itself kind of sucks. Yeah. I love the Dino Institute, but Dino Land is a hot mess. They don't know what's going on with Dino Land. All right. That was easy. <laughs> Next, we have Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood Studios uh, versus Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. Based on a previous episode for me... It's Hollywood Boulevard. I just get a very specific feeling there. I think it's Hollywood Boulevard as well. I like Tomorrowland, but weirdly, I like Future World more than Tomorrowland in uh, Epcot. Okay. Even though they're that. about to like change all of it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But I, I don't know. Something vibes more with Future World than Tomorrowland. Okay. I guess because yeah. it's more expansive. Yeah. Mm, this one is going to hurt my feelings. Oh, shit. This is Galaxy's Edge and in Hollywood Studios. Versus the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. Oh no! See, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge is so incredible. Like you are there. I'm gonna freak out when you I are. go. It's incredible, and the fact that they have characters walking around is it's so immersive. The Mexico Pavilion, though, it's just walking into that, like, in my childhood, and like smelling the water and it being nighttime inside is so amazing. It's my favorite pavilion. Like and there's the market and there's the the little fountain in the front and there's the ride and, and the restaurant sunset. and the the Cava del Tequila now oh jeez I mean I think it has to go to Galaxy's Edge Uh yeah I guess so oh that's tough though but man. this is one this is one that hurts this yeah is that like sucks the but the Mexico Pavilion I love being there oh man next we have Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom versus Frontierland in the Magic Kingdom Liberty Square Liberty Square. We love Liberty Square. Mm, I love it there. Though I think when I ranked things, I think I ranked Frontierland higher than Liberty Square. Yeah, you ranked time. Frontierland pretty high. But I couldn't ever you know, lose I've Liberty had, Square. I've had some moments to think, and I and I really I, I love Liberty Square so Look at much. You. Yeah, the Columbia Harbor House. I mean, come on. I come just on. love the the music, the feel. Mm. All right. Next, we have Pandora in Animal Kingdom versus Pixar Pier. In California Adventure in Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to either one of them, but it's Pandora. <sighs> <laughs> but Pixar Pier is where World of Color happens. Fuck. And I just also think it's so clever that it didn't used to be Pixar Pier. It used to be Paradise Pier. And they were able to keep the theme, but incorporate Pixar. I mean, I know it's where World of Color happens. And I, I appreciate its cleverness. It's hard because Pixar Pier just makes me feel happy. Pixar Pier makes me feel nothing. Oh. Because I've never been there. Right. So I don't have any emotions attached to it. So when I think of like which land am I more interested in going to, I'm more interested in going to Pandora. All right. Because And it that changes at where, night. Yeah, it does change at night, which I guess you could argue Pixar Pier changes yeah. at night with World of Color. Mm. But. Oh, this one is hurting my feelings too. Uh, Ugh. I think it has to go to Pandora. All right, Pandora. Oh, All right, next we've got New Fantasyland in Magic Kingdom versus New Orleans Square in Disneyland. New Fantasyland. Yeah, fine. I mean, you get three amazing magical kingdoms. All right. Over New Orleans, which, I mean, New Orleans is great, but magic. 
All right. Yeah. The real New Orleans is great, so that's fine. I can go to the real place. Mm. Next, Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom versus Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom. I just think. Mm. I'll give it to you. I love me some Adventureland, but I right now I could use some Main Street USA. Yeah, you know me. I'm obsessed with Main Street. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do I it. I love you. like the oh, I love Adventureland though, but yeah. I picked the Tiki Room in another category, so I feel a little bit better. Yeah, there's some representation happening. And finally, to close it all out in this category, the UK Pavilion in Epcot versus the France Pavilion in Epcot. Now, this is tricky because, you know, we've got a new section of the France Pavilion that's about to open-ish. Is this tricky? (laughs) I think it's the France Pavilion. The France Pavilion is going to have a ride and it has an attraction. And so much food. The UK Pavilion has nothing. And they took away, but the little cherry tea tree shop lane is so, and the gardens. I mean, mm. They have yes, they have the Twining's tea shop, and they have I the Rose the and Crown, shop. which I love. The Rose yeah. and Crown, and but, I love the music. I mean, and mm, all right, France is France, France is going to have an attraction. Like okay. France has two attractions, now. and the food like, is outstanding. Yeah. All right, so we have made it through the first round of everything. So now we're returning back up to the top left of our bracket, mm-hmm. back on the imagined side of Guys, I Want a Castle. So, oh my God, our first <laughs> matchup is the Beast Castle versus <laughs> Corona. This is specifically to hurt your feelings. F me. My gut says the Beast Castle. My That's my gut too. It's I enchanted. Love Corona, but like, oh gosh, yeah. The library, the, Beast has, the ballroom. The library, no, never mind. It's no contest. The gardens. Yeah. The forest around it when it's not, you know, yeah. being run waterfall. by an evil pack of wolves. Yeah. Waterfall. Mm. Mm. All right. Next we have Atlantis versus Lady Tremaine Chateau. This is a weird what? match. This could not be any what? more different. Um, uh, Am I going to say Atlantis? What can I, I recall know. from Atlantis, though? Like, to be honest with you, not much. I mean, that's because I haven't seen I the mean, movie I mean, he's got an entire, like, pond in his throne room, which is dope. All right. Yeah. It would be stupid to be like the Chateau. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Atlantis. Only we would you... be like the Chateau versus an entire kingdom. Congratulations, Atlantis. Dark horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Prince Eric's castle versus the Sultan's palace. Mm, you started talking about those gardens at the Sultan's palace, and I started to... Mm, but then... Prince Eric's castle is by the ocean. I mean, I this is and this is ridiculous, but I want to give it to Prince Eric's castle solely for that like sort of like aqueduct sort of thing that sort of comes off from the castle and then there's that one tower that's kind of like on an island. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. A little bit out on the water. I'm like I would spend all my time out there. But what about all Jasmine's room and balcony and like ah arid climate. I can't do well in an arid climate. What? That's how you're gonna... <laughs> That's how I'm going to choose. Right all right. Now. All right. All right. All right. At least on the sea, I have sand and I have water. But yeah. in Agrabah, I castle, just have sand yeah. and I hate sand. Mm. So. And you've got Prince Eric's ship that's docked nearby. So that's good, too. Yeah. It's it's like docked up against the palace. Like a, it's a garage, basically. It's awesome. Right. Cinderella's castle versus Atlantica. For me, it's Cinderella's castle. I know that we've talked about what's happening inside the Atlantica castle, which is very cool. But from the outside, it's a little weird looking, which makes sense. It's underwater. I don't know. I For me, Atlantica, like when you get the reveal of Atlantica, 
in the beginning in the main title sequence that like does things for me more than like Cinderella's castle does. The ballroom. Oh my god. The bridge <sighs> and the water and the clock oh, tower. Oh, the bridge and there's the swans and shit. Yeah. Okay, I don't feel good about this one, but I'll give it to you. All right. Back to everything the light touches. We've got Jamestown, Virginia versus Motanui. Motanui. All right. Ah. Uh, right? Maybe. I love Jamestown. I love it. I don't know. Think about the river. Oh, the fucking river. Think about colors of the wind. But Motanui, when you've got that, like, the cave with the waterfall in it oh, where all the Oh, I didn't think are. about that. The community's nicer. It's less hostile. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> also, there are pigs that are on the island that can be my pet. <laughs> I bet there are pigs in Jamestown. Yeah, but no one would let me have him as a friend. They <laughs> all would right. all try and kill it because it's a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> I think right. it has to be Matsunui. All right, I'll give it again. Also, I that will water give it to is you. stunning. The yeah, like Pocahontas oh, is water think, though. Come on, but this is water that has like a spirit of its own. But what about the trees that have spirits in Pocahontas? Grandmother, you're talking Evan about Willow. the one tree, Grandmother Willow. Maybe she's got other siblings. Grandmother Willow and Grandma Tala are cut from the same cloth. Yes, but wait. Also, what about the clearing where John Smith? and Pocahontas make out. That's sexy. I could make out at the top of the island of Montanui and that would be epic. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Olympus versus Narnia. Mmm, Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> You're just inflicting your opinions upon everyone. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, okay. Think of the golden you, gates and the floating I'll, clouds. I'll give you a. I'll give. I'll give an Olympus. I. <laughs> this is a hard one for me. Narnia holds a very special place in my heart. Olympus is is really thoroughly pretty inventive. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I like Olympus a lot. Think about like his little baby crib. It's so magical. Yeah, and like when you get the wide shot of like Olympus, it mm-hmm. looks really really cool. Yeah. Waterfall like action the cloud, there, too. Water, yeah, cloud waterfalls. We yeah, love that. New, new thing. Ooh, ooh. Kumandra versus the Hundred Acre Wood. Ooh, ooh. The Hundred Acre Wood has so much emotion for me, and I haven't seen Raya and the Last Dragon yet. I- I'm going to say Kumandra. All right. I, I like, I... Oh, but Hundred Acre Wood is where you go to be at peace. <laughs> That's where Pooh Bear I, I lives, like, in his little house, in the tree. I know. I mean, Kumandra, I was just like, it was the first time in a long time that I've come away where I was like, I want to go there. But no like, one's going to be hostile to you in the Hundred Acre Wood, except maybe the Heffalumps or the Blustery Day. There are dragons that fly through the sky. All right. Say bye-bye to Pooh Bear. Love- you're killing him. That's effectively okay. what you're doing. <laughs> All right. <gasps> Fine. If that's how you're going to be, that's how you're going to be. <sighs> he knows I love him. And finally, finally, Naboo versus Nemo's Reef. Naboo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's Naboo. Yeah. Simple. All right. Oof. Now shifting over to round two on the real side of things. This is a ride, baby. What? Um, Oof. Art of Attraction, the Haunted Mansion versus the Enchanted Tiki Room. Ooh. It's the Haunted Mansion. It is, but that's a tough one. It's a tough one, but not really. All right. (laughs) 
next we have the Harambe Wildlife Reserve versus Ila Tesoro. It's Ila Tesoro. It is. It's just some of the Harambe Wildlife Reserve takes so much more work, but yeah, the detail in Ila Tesoro. Yeah. I, I mean, these are painful, but I feel like I'm like, I, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I know. The decisions I know. that we're making. I know. I know. Oh, this is one that will feel great to do. The Hollywood Tower Hotel versus the Dino Institute. It's the Hollywood Tower Hotel. It has I to I know. Be. I'm not arguing with you. All right. It has to be. I know. I agree. <laughs> I do. I just needed the Dino Institute to have a, a little bit of a moment. Well, it had it, and then it passed. <laughs> like a kidney stone. And next we have the Philharmagic Concert Hall versus the Tree of Life. Oh, ooh. Uh. I mean, if you say no to the tree of life, do you hate nature? Yeah, like you kind of, yeah, you're kind of a bad person, I feel like. That's the thing. It's just that for us, the Filler Magic Concert Hall is so our vibe. It's so our vibe. But it's so much simpler, though, you know? It is. I think it has to be the tree of life. Yeah, I'm sad about it, but it does. Back to the themed areas. Hmm. Toy Story Land versus Hollywood Boulevard. I want to say Hollywood Boulevard. I'm thinking Toy Story Land. Oh, see, for me, I'm nostalgic about the original vision of the park. Yeah, I totally get that. Hollywood Boulevard is like what I've got left of it. I haven't experienced Toy Story Land either. Toy Story Land is so imaginative in the way that they play with scale. That's true. And the way that it's built by Andy is so amazing. And it's just very, it's just so unique. I'll concede. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. I know, because we love Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. We're playing so nicely. Good for us. I know. <laughs> Let's see how long it lasts. <laughs> I know. I don't think it'll last much longer. Galaxy's Edge versus Liberty Square. Hmm. I feel like this one has to be Galaxy's Edge. I kind of agree. It's just such, yeah. it's so expansive. Yeah. 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 It's big. Yeah. It's big. Ooh. Pandora versus New Fantasyland. I want to say New Fantasyland. Hmm. I love it more, but Pandora is more of a cohesive thing. I love that I get castles. I do too. I get to see the Beast Castle and I get a waterfall. I get to see Prince Eric's Castle and I get waterfalls. I get... I freaked out the first time I was able to actually go to Gaston's Tavern. That kind of blew my mind. Like, that was pretty amazing. That was awesome. Belle's Cottage is incredible. Mm, all right. Uh, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, the cottage there is is amazing. I I'm I really We're love ditching me. bioluminescence for this. I will stand by it because all right. I get Be Our Guest Restaurant, and that oh, means more right. to me. Okay. Oh, gosh. This hurts, too. <laughs> Main Street USA versus the France Pavilion. Okay, I know this sort of like goes back on my decision for how we got the France Pavilion, but I'm going to say Main Street USA. You weren't, were you? I was, because France, we've got a ride. We've got the sing-along. We've got shops. We've got that, we've got restaurants and quick service. We've got that beautiful fountain. We've got Grand Marnier Slush, the Eiffel Tower. Live performances. I enjoy the vibe of Main Street USA more than I enjoy, I think, the vibe of France. I Just kind of do, too. feels a little too. bit more welcoming in Main Street USA. I mean, we do get a ride. <sighs> Shit. 
There's so much food. I love those. I love those fountains in France. I the love the France fountain is amazing. Oh, shit. No. Yeah. It has to be the France Pavilion because now that I'm thinking about the Beauty and the Beast stained glass windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, that kind of. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. The France Pavilion. All right. Wow. That's. Yeah. I did not expect that I would be swayed that much <laughs> on that. This is a lot of this is surprising me. Is that sacrilege that we just com- condemned Main Street USA? <laughs> a little, a little, a little. Are people going to not listen to us no. anymore? We have to be bold in this. Otherwise, there's no point. All right. We're going with our gut, which is very important. We were just talking about that. Follow your instinct. It's all good. All right. Round three, guys, I want a castle in our imagined worlds. We have the Beast Castle versus Atlantis. This is where I would sacrifice an entire kingdom for yeah. one castle. Agreed. And the Beast Castle is the winner. Yeah. All right. And then we have Prince Eric's Castle versus Cinderella's Castle. It's like, how do you not pick Cinderella's, but then Prince Eric's is so great. I want to pick Prince Eric's Castle. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Everything the light touches. Ooh. ooh. Motanui versus Olympus. Oh. Olympus is so creative. I think I think Olympus. Yeah. I think Olympus nah, takes yeah, it. It's hard. Mochinui is beautiful, though. And then Kumandra versus Naboo. I will let you take the lead on this. Oh, he's going Kumandra. I think it's Kumandra. Okay. Yep. I think it's Kumandra. Okay. Yeah. All right. So on to round three over in the real worlds. We have the Haunted Mansion versus Ila Tesoro. Oh, that's like not even right. <laughs> it's not It's the right. Haunted Mansion. It's the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And then we have Hollywood Tower Hotel versus the Tree of Life. Oh, <laughs> again, so they're sort of so had like different. An aftershock to it. Yeah, that they're so different, but they really are. Um, if we want to really find some another way to look at it, inside the Tree of Life is it's tough to be a bug, which we've talked about. I, know. And I don't that's, like. That's it. exactly where I was going. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Okay, not like, that I, I like Tower want... of Terror either. <laughs> I know, but I'm also thinking about like when I was talking about a hotel that I would build. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I could build like a Hollywood Tower Hotel one that you could stay in, mm-hmm. okay. I'd go that route. All right. Hollywood Tower Hotel is the winner. Okay. Themed areas. Ugh. Toy Story Land versus Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Holy shit. I love Toy Story Land, but I probably have to give it to Galaxy's Edge in terms of just the map of the place. <laughs> yeah. I trust your judgment on that. That's also sort of where my gut leads yeah, me. Yeah, I know how much work went into that. Love you, Toy Story Land. I also like Star Wars more than I like Toy Story. So. Okay. And next, New Fantasyland versus the France Pavilion. <laughs> New Fantasyland. But again. More rides. Yes, yes. But again. Better dining experience. And you kind of get France in it. Don't. Yeah, but okay. But it's like (laughs) three disparate fairy tale worlds kind of just been like, we're going to throw them all in the same spot. So? It's a little lazy. I think they do a nice transition when you're in there. I mean, when you look at it from a map perspective, they look close together. But I think when you're in there, I feel like it transitions. They transition you enough. All right. You'll kill me otherwise. <laughs> See it in your eyes. <laughs> I, I will. It's New Fantasyland. The France You're Pavilion basically is giving very up a shot at the Beast Castle, having right. two, two goes at this baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be New Fantasyland versus the Beast Castle. 
All right. So now, who will be representing Guys I Want a Castle? We have the Beast Castle versus Prince Eric's Castle. The Beast Castle. It's the Beast Castle. Yeah, yeah. The library, please, please. Even though Caroline said that she wanted to live in Prince Eric's Castle. I did. It's the Beast Castle. (laughs) And Olympus versus Kumandra. Hard for me. Again, I'm going to, I have to trust you. I mean, I don't know what else I can do. The thing is, is you see so much more of Kumandra versus Olympus you see at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. You see so much more of Kumandra. You've also got a whole lot of terrains happening in there, too. And then I could also argue that you get that sort of like mystical element of it in the dragons. All right. I'm going to say Kumandra. All right. And hopefully this is enticing all of you listening who have not watched Ryan the Last Dragon. I know you're really watch like, this damn movie. you're making me, you're putting my expectations high. Okay. Real world attractions. Who will be our representative here? It's the Haunted Mansion versus Hollywood Tower Hotel. Haunted Mansion. It's Haunted Mansion. You get more mm. ghosts. You get oh, more yeah. ghosts. <laughs> you know, characters. Yeah. Backstory. I mean, you get Hollywood Tower backstory too, but. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's the Haunted Mansion. She's our queen. She's our, she's yeah. our glory. New Fantasyland versus Galaxy's Edge. This is just so difficult. Once you started talking about the fact that I would be losing Be Our Guest, then you swayed me, but... I think Galaxy's Edge. I kind of do as well. I think Star Wars needs representation here. It deserves it. It also just feels like a real place when you're walking around it. I 100% believe that as well. So... Okay. Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we are in our final four. In the imagined worlds, we have the Beast Castle versus Kumandra. And in the real worlds, we have Haunted Mansion versus Galaxy's Edge. So first up in the imagined worlds, we have the Beast Castle versus Kumandra. It's the Beast Castle. It's the Beast Castle. <laughs> oh. We're apologists. I don't care. I mean, I just I just like signed off an entire kingdom. Yeah, I know. For one castle. But if there's a castle to do it for, yeah. it's the beast one. It's yeah, please. I mean and Jesus I, and Lord. I think a lot of people would agree. All right. Now it is the haunted mansion versus Galaxy's Edge. This is difficult because both places incorporate characters that specifically belong to that world, which I respect. But I think for originality and how iconic it is, I think it's the Haunted Mansion. Oh. I think <gasps> I would give it to the Haunted Mansion as well. Oh, okay. I, it just pains me. I know. Yeah, I know. But, I know. I mean, the Haunted Mansion. I The Haunted so Mansion was created out of thin air. Galaxy's Edge is based on an existing universe. And not that I'm saying it was easy to make, but the Haunted Mansion is wholly its own thing. Oh, Jesus, Lord. All right, <laughs> this, one, so this is just silly. Our final showdown is the Beast Castle representing the imagined world versus the Haunted Mansion representing the real world. It's like, I don't want to be in the Haunted Mansion because I'd be so scared. I want to be in the Beast Castle. But in terms of creativity, hmm. I mean, there's scary oh parts God. of there's is the this- West Wing in the Beast Castle. I mean, we got the spooky factor. Is this factor. Sophie's choice? Okay, I have my decision. I have mine. Shall we say it at the same time? Yeah. Okay. One, 
two, three. The, the Beast, Beast Castle. Castle. Yeah. Mm, it's so yeah. hard to say. The Beast Castle. Ugh, is that so obvious for us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it so. Is. I think the Beast Castle is a very worthy right. contestant. I mean, we've they got magic may... going on in both places, really. So very true. And the Beast Castle, I mean, they make a single location feel like a world in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that is very, very deserving. I don't right. think I don't think any of the other castles do something quite like that. The Haunted Mansion also feels like a world, I think, in mm-hmm. and of itself. Uh, but I just, I, I think uh, the Beast Castle, like, I think also at the end of the day, which one where I would I want to go to more? Yeah. You put two tickets in front of me and say, oh, oh, yeah, it's the Beast Castle. Mm-hmm. All right. So congratulations, the Beast Castle. You are a champion of our locale showdown. Mm. So hopefully some of you out there had that answer on your brackets as well. Mm. If so, congratulations. Okay, so that is going to do it for our first bracket. Our heroes versus villains bracket will premiere as our second part of our season one finale. Mm. So that is going to drop later this week on March 26th, which is our anniversary of (gasps) our first year since we launched. Birthday party. So make sure that you have rated, reviewed, and subscribed or followed to Poor Unfortunate Podcast. That way you don't have to worry about this irregular drop of a new episode. (laughs) It will download immediately to your device and you don't have to worry about navigating to the things and downloading and all that stuff. It'll be done for you. So like, do that. And then, you know, while you're at it, just Give us a five star rating and a review because a little that birthday makes us present, really right? Nice. Just yeah, like a little, little birthday, birthday present. Gift. Come on, yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> and as always, pop on over to the socials. We are at Unfortunate Pod on Twitter and at Poor Unfortunate Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We hope you filled out your brackets before the episode, but we will definitely be discussing everyone's answers on the socials, and so you don't want to miss out. You can also pop over to the Poor Unfortunate Fam on Facebook, which is our private Facebook group for listeners. We've always got fun discussions happening in there. Most recently, we were discussing uh, Disney Parks food, so we would love to have you there as well. And then, as I always say, it does take us a little bit of money to keep the podcast up and running and coming to you all. We do have a PayPal account. It is linked in any of our website links on our social media accounts, and it's also in the episode description below. It'll take you right to our PayPal account. We accept donations of $1, $5, $10, anything anything that you have to offer. You can make it monthly. You can make it a one-time donation. All of it just goes right back into the podcast because we love it and we want to keep bringing it to you all. So, again, anything that you might be able to spare, we would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, if a couple of people gave a dollar, that'll help us get through, you know, honestly, a good part of our of our next year. So we would really appreciate that. One dollar. Yeah. One dollar, Bob. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, all right. Well... That's it for part one of our season one finale, and we will see you all very, very soon. Until then, Beluga Beluga Savruga. Savruga.